This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning, it's JC. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. Good morning. It's JC. Happy Wednesday. Okay, I heard two people. Good morning, JC. Happy Wednesday. And I also heard Yvonne. Good morning, Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday to you. Good to hear your sound. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning and happy Wednesday to you all. I am totally ready for our fast today and thanking Father every step of the way. This is Tatiana. Good morning, Tatiana. Happy Wednesday to you. Good to hear your sound. Good morning. This is Sandy. God bless. Good morning. You said Sandy? Vanette, my voice is so raspy. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Good morning and happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Um, please, uh, can you guys please say, pray for me? I'm having extreme pain in my lower left back. It's really bad, and I can't hardly... Can you just please pray for me? Yes, we definitely will. We have you down, Susie. I am hurting so bad. Thank you. Okay, good morning, baby. It's Dee Dee. Just grateful to be alive this morning. Susie, I'm praying for you. You need to go to the doctor. No, sweetie. Go to the hospital right at this point. It's too long. Exactly. It's going to yes. be done very, very soon. It's too long. So we're, but we're lifting you up, sweetie. But trust God, even through the pain. Thank you so much. Thank you. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Hey, good morning, Valuable. It's Moxie. Good morning, Moxie. Oh, God, just hearing Susie sound. Oh, but also, I also wanted to ask for. 
um, a prayer also, you guys, for for my grandson. Um, his name is Malik. He um been diagnosed with pneumonia. He's been having it for a while, for a good week now. And um, I also pray for my granddaughters. My daughter had to take them in last night because they was coughing real bad. She had to take them to children's. And, of course, please, you guys, continue to lift me up. I can't, it just, I've been having this saying, um, I know you kind of like to hear it in my sound congestion and throat, in my throat for over a week now, too. So just keep us lifted, please. Okay. And, Monique, can you give me your granddaughter's names, please? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Um, Mayani. Okay. And, and Amani. Mayani and Ayani. No, Armani. 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 Like Armani. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm Armani. So <laughs> it's okay. Me. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> okay. And that was you, in, in your, it was your grandfather, Malik? No, my grandson. Grandson. Malik. Okay. Yeah. Malik. Pneumonia. My grandkids. They just got gotcha. outdoors. They're not feeling well. Yeah. Okay. I, I got you all down. Th- thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. And happy Wednesday. And I just thank God for this morning and every day. And so just God bless and thank you guys. And so i got to... Uh, go to a service for my uncle Monday. So just keep the Macan family lifted up and me as well. And then we had my aunties last week. So, yes, God is still good. And yes, I thank him. grateful and thankful today that, hey, hey, he woke us all up with our right minds on him. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. And I just want to make sure I got that right. The Macan family. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. God bless you. Have a great day. You're welcome. God bless you. Good morning, Valuable. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Restoration. Yes, yes, Valuable. <laughs> I, I love you all. I just want to remind you all, please, 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 um, use the DeclareVictory.org app to put in your prayer request. It gives us a chance to get the prayer specific to get the correct spelling of the names. Um, it's 24 hours. So if you jump on right before six o'clock, then you can just put it on there and it'll also help the greeter and save them some time. Not being mean, it just helps get the call flow and gets the prayer request um, accurate. I love you all. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Love you and thank you. Good morning, this is Leomia. I know you have the prayer, but <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, I'm still trying to learn how to use the phone. Okay, no problem, Mother Leomia. I have a prayer request this morning, and I'm sorry to be doing it on, on online, but my whole body is in pain, my bones. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to try and see my doctor this week coming. But okay. I do need prayer. I need it. Yes. I need it right now. 
Okay, we we got you covered, Mother Leomia. Um, we definitely will be praying for you, and, and um, I pray that you'll be able to get to the doctor very soon. Thank you. All right, love you. Love you too, baby. Thank you. Is good there morning. anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's- this is Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Good, good morning Wednesday. and happy Wednesday. It's Asha. Good morning, Asha. Happy Wednesday. Good, good morning. morning. It's Krishanda. Good morning, Krishanda. God bless happy you. Wednesday. Thank you. And did I hear one other person? Uh, yes, good morning. This is Joyce. Uh, happy Wednesday, and God bless you all. Good morning, Joyce. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Continue joining us throughout the month of November to experience declarations centered around our theme, strength. All of our declares will focus on the power of God's strength for our lives. Make sure you call in and be edified, encouraged, and empowered to live life out loud according to the will and purpose of God and His Holy Word. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. And that's 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission in Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declare victory or through Cash App at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have some spoken prayer requests and one written prayer request. The first one is from Sister J.C. She is asking for prayer for traveling grace for her sister and her sister's children and grandchildren as they travel to Colorado this morning. I'm going to lift up Sister Susie. Sister Susie is experiencing extreme pain in her back, her the left side of her back. So let's just lift her up and pray that she will be able to um, get to the hospital very soon. Um, I'm going to lift up uh, Sister Moxie, Mona. Um, we want to pray for her. She's experiencing a lot of congestion and um, issues with her throat. So we're going to pray for healing for her, healing for her grandson, 
Malik. He uh, is, he has the pneumonia, and then for her granddaughters, Mayani and Imani. Mayani and Imani um, had to go to the doctors, um, to the hospital. Um, they're suffering from extreme coughing. So we'll keep all of them lifted up. Uh, Sister Lisa is asking for prayer for the McCown family for comfort and strength. And then we want to lift up Mother Leomia. She is experiencing extreme pain all throughout her body. So we're just going to pray for complete healing in her body in the name of Jesus. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Christina Joy. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Christina Joy. Declaration by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is found in Isaiah chapter 12, verse 2. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Christina Joy. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, Abba, Father, we come to you with a heart of thanksgiving this morning. We choose to abide in the spirit of truth. We enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. We love you, Lord, for you are our strength. You are our rock, our fortress, our deliverer. You are in whom we take refuge. You are our shield, the horn of our salvation, our stronghold, and our strong tower. We will sing of your strength in the morning. We will sing of your love. But we know that you are our refuge in times of trouble. So as a deer pants for the water, so our soul pants for you. So our soul thirsts for you. So our souls yearn for you this morning. So we thank you for upholding us by your generous spirit. And we ask that you and you alone be magnified and glorified in our lives. We ask that the courts of heaven be seated according to Daniel. Seven and ten, as we come boldly before your throne of grace during our time of need, I ask you to allow these prayers to be holy and acceptable unto you. Let them be presented before your throne and golden bowls of incense with a sweet-smelling aroma. Continually fill us with your spirit. Continually guide us by your truth. For you said where two or three are gathered in your name, you are in the midst. And whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So right now, we ask that you would... <clears throat> Give comfort and strength to the McCall family. You are Jehovah Shalom, the God of comfort and peace. So we declare divine peace over their lives today. That the peace of God, the shalom of God is ruling in their minds, in their hearts, and in their emotions. 
and that their emotions shall line up according to your word. I thank you that you will not give them the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind that they shall be anxious for nothing, but in all things with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let their requests be known to you. So we declare peace over their house and the McCall family. We rebuke strife and tension and stress and division in the mighty name of Jesus. I actually would cover them, cover their lives, cover their destinies, cover their minds with the power of the blood of Jesus as supernatural peace is their portion this day. I lift up all families that we may be connected to that may be mourning today whose hearts may be heavy today. As we approach the holiday tomorrow, Thanksgiving, that you would give them beauty for their ashes, that you would cover them with the anointing of the oil of joy. As you collect every tear they may shed, as you know the heaviness and the cries that's in their hearts, that you would restore them to the joy of their salvation and the joy of the Lord shall be their strength. We ask that you, Jehovah Nisi, would be a hedge of protection for JC's sister and her sister's children as they travel to Colorado, that traveling grace and mercy shall be their portion, that the angels of the Lord shall be on the north, south, east, and west of the car. We come against any plans or plots of the enemies to cause traffic accidents, to cause um, police stops, unnecessary tickets, traffic violations, or premature death. In the mighty name of Jesus, that they shall get to Colorado there and back safely. And right now, Lord, we call upon your name, Jehovah Rapha. We know you to be a healer. We know you to be a deliverer. And when our soul is weary with sorrow, you will strengthen us according to your word. So I ask that you would strengthen Susie's soul. That if there's anything that is causing her to feel this pain this morning, that you would touch her in the mighty name of Jesus, that she would walk in divine health, that you would give her divine strength, strength over her body, strength over her mind, strength over her purpose, that she professes that she is strong and not weak. I thank you, God, for giving her the means and the ways to get to treatment, if that is your will, God, for her to see a doctor, if that's according to your will. That it would not be a high um, hospital bill, but that you would allow it to be covered with or without insurance. I lift up Moxie and her grandson, Malik, her granddaughters, Ayani and Ayani, and <clears throat> the congestion she's feeling, um, Malik's ammonia that he's, he's suffering through, and the granddaughters who had to go to the children's hospital. I lift up Mother Leomia for her healing and her lower pain. I lift up Elder Joyce for continual healing. And I ask God that you would heal them from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet, that you would release your healing virtue, your miracle virtue into their bodies in the mighty name of Jesus. You would put a head of protection around them. That as they exhale, any infirmities would be released out of their bodies. And as they inhale, they would inhale the spirit, 
your Holy Spirit. And I thank you that because you sent Jesus to the cross to take all of our sicknesses and diseases with him, that by his stripes he bore on the cross, we are healed and made whole. I thank you that you promised that healing is the children's bread. So I thank you that healing is her grandchildren's portion. I thank you that healing is Mona's portion. I thank you that healing is Mother Leomia's portion, Joyce's portion, and Susie's portion in the name of Jesus. For we know, sovereign Lord, that because you made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm, nothing is too hard for you. So we lift up every prayer request, every spoken prayer request, every unspoken prayer request. I ask that you would release upon us prophetically the spirit of strength. For you said that you give strength to the weary and you increase the power of the wick. Those that hope in the Lord shall renew their strength. We shall soar on wings like eagles. We shall run and not grow weary. We shall walk and not be faint. You commanded us to be strong and courageous, to not be afraid, to not be discouraged. For you, O oh Lord, will be with us wherever we go. Our flesh and our heart may fail, but because, God, you are the strength of our hearts, you are our portion forever. So we thank you that strength is our portion this morning. I thank you that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength, that we are made perfect even in our weakness that you are releasing your blessings upon us as we trust in you, as we hope in you, that we shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water. And right now I ask that there would be forgiveness of all sins, known or unknown, so that this prayer be not handed, that you would have mercy upon us, O God, according to your loving kindness and according to the multitudes of your tender mercies. For it is against you and you alone that we have sinned and done evil in thy sight. So we ask that you not you do not cast your spirit away from us. You do not take us away from your presence. But you would instead create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. Again, I ask that you would restore to us the joy of our salvation, for the joy of the Lord is our strength, and we shall be able to teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted unto you. So light be in our lives. Light be through this call. And as we begin to take our phones off of mute, continually fill us with a song of gladness in our hearts, that we would sing praises unto you right now, creating us a heart of worship in our posture of our sound. Create a heart of worship in the posture of our prayer, in the posture of our Thank you. 
able to do far more abundantly and exceedingly above all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. So we say to you, be glory. We give you all the honor and all the praise, and we ask that as Dion comes forth, that you would season her speech with grace, make her tongue the pen of a ready writer, and you would strengthen her as she pours out unto us. We seal these prayers with the blood of Jesus, and it's in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen again. God be the glory for the things that he consistently does. Happy White Wiley White Wednesday, family. I am, as always, honored to be able to share with you this morning. It is our set day to fast. Now, it is the day before Thanksgiving. That may be a little difficult uh, for those that are preparing food, so we certainly understand. Um, I will say that for those that are going to fast today, we'll still connect at 5 o'clock, but I certainly understand if today is your prep day. Um, just having to taste the food makes life a little bit difficult. So um, we, we will most certainly give you a pass. You get a pass anyway. It's your decision to fast. But um, I am super-duper honored. Thank you, Valuable, for hosting and greeting. Thank you, Christina, for hosting us in prayer. And to each of you that lended your voice to prayer, I want to um, share with each of you to be mindful. There's lots of, lots of, lots. I've been getting a lot of phone calls. People have lost loved ones and things of that nature. So I just want you to be super sensitive to the Spirit of God. Um, let empathy be your portion uh, in this hour. Be mindful of people perhaps being temperamental or um, a little bit more emotional than usual. People are going through a lot. And so as believers, we are obligated to be attentive and to pay attention, be kind for absolutely no reason. And just know that people are going through probably a, a huge gamut of emotions during this season. So just be mindful. It was really the burden of the Lord on my heart this morning um, to pray for family, myself, uh, having lost an uncle and holidays were a really big deal for um, his immediate family, but for our family in general. So I just wanted to bring light and attention to that. Um, I thank God for the process. Amen. Um, as we are approaching our the final week uh, of November, um, just that this particular series has been a blessing to me, has brought some things to my attention, just to be mindful of and to uh, consider and to to keep before the Father concerning um, growth and maturity and really, quite honestly, leveling up in this season as things are about to change really swiftly um, in our cultural climate uh, with elections uh, still <laughs> right here before us. Things are about to shift. And there, there are things that we're going to need to know as 
um, men and women of God going forward. Um, and so my share this morning is um, the strength to serve a known enemy. And I'm gonna I'm gonna teach from this particular couple of passages of scripture. We'll be coming from First Samuel. Uh, the 16th, um, 17, and a little bit of 18 between um, today and next Wednesday, because we we have to um, be able to navigate in trying times, and it's going to take wisdom, it's going to take courage, it's going to take consistency before the Father, and so Today, we're going to talk a little bit more about discernment, um, really the strength to discern, because it's, it's important. It is important for the climate, as we have yet a whole nother holiday coming, the New Year starting. Everybody's going to be uh, hollering their New Year's declarations and uh, your resolutions. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to bring a couple of things to the forefront, just for you to ponder, to consider, and to proceed. Amen? Amen. So, Father, I thank you in advance that today's share will be empowering, enlightening, enriching, and it will give us the courage to move strategically according to what is written of us in the heavens. I thank you, Father, that you are um, the, the giver of promotions, that all promotion comes from you. God, prepare our hearts and our minds to lead, to lead with empathy, to lead with strategy, to lead with wisdom and with strength, that you would be lifted up and draw all men unto you. I thank you, God, that even every heart, every ear that's listening, the hearts be tenderized of your people, God, that they uh, be fertile ground, that growth happens exponentially in this season, growth emotionally, growth mentally, growth financially, growth, God, in every single area of their life, uh, that you would be honored, that you would be glorified, but more importantly, that the kingdom would enlarge as we move forward in this beautiful, amazing thing called life. Amen. Amen. Um, so we're going to start with First um, Samuel, the 16th chapter, and I'm going to start around about um, the 12th verse. But right before we do, I, I want to kind of preface it. What I have and am learning is, and I think everybody on the call can relate, is listening, everybody ain't going to like you, <laughs> right? Everybody is not going to appreciate your gifts, your talents, your uh, your treasure, what you have to say. But the beautiful thing is when God has made a choice of who you are, it really takes a different level of strength to stand in your skin. Takes a different level of strength and stride to be able to um, not just maneuver, but to not get consumed with what you think you see or what you hear. Um, it's really important that your focus is kingdom advancement. 
And I know that if, in fact, you have not fully submitted your heart, your mind, your will to the Father, which I don't know that um, that anybody knows for a fact that that's not what they've done. I think we all have an innate mind to, um, you know, want to do good, want to do well, want to be good, want to be well. But the reality is without intentionality, that's not the easiest thing to do. Um, just with, again, I, I say this all the time, culture and the climate of the culture um, and and being a believer, not being the most popular thing. And then not only that, but the self-sacrifice that it requires to operate in a different level of greatness. It is imperative that you are um, intentional about spending time with the Father, about staying focused on what your task is, whatever that may be. Um, for those of you who have not, quote unquote, yet um, discovered or developed or cultivated what your purpose is, I want you to start thinking about it very differently because it's important. And 90% of Effective leadership is proper preparation. And so he, here we are um, at First uh, Samuel, the 16th chapter. And I'll, I'll just start at the 12th verse, but let me preface it with saying this is a super familiar passage of Scripture. It is when um, Samuel is to anoint David, and the steps that precede it are his siblings being the first choice. And I've, I've taught from this passage before, but not about this specifically. Um, his siblings are first choice, and the reality is he was not even considered in the equation until um, it was proven that nobody that was present was chosen, nobody that was present was chosen. Even his own father did not prefer him. He preferred his other children above him. David's entire life was about him being prepared for very specific tasks. And a lot of times we feel like we're doing busy work. A lot of times we feel like the things that we are doing are um Nothing. They are, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not making an impact. Yeah, that, that's not necessarily true. And not only is that not necessarily true, chances are everything you are going through, everything that you are doing, everything that you are, uh, are going through the process and the motions of is preparing you to propel you, preparing you to propel you. Who? In a million years, we have thought that um, a quote-unquote scrawny, fair-looking uh, field hand, service boy, would be not just a king, but one of the most highly sought-after soldiers who had never spent a day on a battlefield, but had been participating in a process of tending to sheep that required him to be a warrior of a different kind, to fight fights of a different kind. Can anybody relate? being the one that's been fighting fights of a whole 
different nature, a totally different kind, something you never would or could imagine would be useful at a later date. Well, here in this passage, David is anointed because he is selected. I stopped by to tell somebody this morning, it may look like what you've been going through is insignificant. It may appear to you uh, that the, the cares and the process of life have been irrelevant, unnecessary, and unproductive, but I want you to know that it is preparing you to propel you. We're talking about the strength to love even your enemies, to serve even your enemies, to um, to not respond. The strength, it takes a different type of strength. It's really kind of player if you ask me, okay? All right, so here we are at the 12th chapter and says, uh, so he sent for him and had him brought in. Um, well, let me back up just a little bit, sorry. So he asked Jesse, are there, are these all of your sons? And uh, there is still the youngest, Jesse answered. He is tending the sheep, Samuel said. Send for him. We will not sit until he arrives. And so he sent for him and had him brought in. And he was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. And the Lord said, rise and anoint him this is the one. I want to tell you this morning, you, yeah, you, you are the one. And so Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. And Samuel then went to Ramah. Um, now, here in the 14th chapter, it says, Now the Spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord tormented him. Saul's attendants said to him, See, uh, an evil spirit from God is tormenting you. I want you to know that when your enemies are icky, everybody sees it, right? You don't have to... You don't have to overthink it. You don't have to explain it away. You don't have to try to fix it. It becomes a very, very visible thing, especially when you are called to a certain thing, when you are called uh, and when, when God is in the process of promoting you to propel you, preparing you to propel you, um, always know that you aren't like out of your mind. I think it is probably one of the greatest tests you will ever go through. And I'll share a little bit more as time goes on. So 17, it says, so Saul said to his attendants, find me someone who plays well and bring them to me. And one of the servants, and mind you, time spans have gone by. This uh, this entry is probably like a, a cleft note. It's not like all of this happened at one time, these are um, entries of moments and segments in time to chronicle a story. And so one of the servants said, I have seen a son of Jesse of Bethlehem who knows how to play the lyre. And he is a brave man and a warrior. Now get this, David, until that moment, hadn't been on man battlefield. He hadn't been 
uh, to wars and battles and things of that nature. He had been literally a shepherd boy. But there was something about him. Uh, the other thing about being uh, propelled to be prepared and having the strength even to serve the enemies or those around you is everybody can see what's on your life. Just like they can see when, you know, you walk in a room and those those moments where you're like, okay, uh, am I tripping or does everybody see me? <laughs> Should I just disappear right here, right? So everybody knew what was on David's life. There is a thing that lingers um, that you have to learn how to carry. You have to have the strength to carry the anointing. You have to have the strength to carry being chosen. You have to have the strength to um, be able to, not with pride, but from a place of humility and submission and surrender to what is written of you in the books. David um wasn't even really tripping off of being great. All he cared about was what he was responsible for. He had a, a very obedient, submitted heart. Everything about him, especially in his early years, was really about doing what his father had told him to do, being, you know, um, accepting the fact that he was technically uh, the odd man out or the underdog, as it would be said in today's culture. And so it says... Um, uh, and he he speaks well and is a fine-looking man, and the Lord, listen, and the Lord is with him. And then Saul sent a message to Jesse and said, send me your son, David, who is with the sheep. Now, mind you, keeping in mind that uh, one of the servants said he's a warrior, he is this, he is that. I want you to know everybody sees you. <laughs> Right? In today's era of, of social media, in today's era of influence and um, being the one that uh, you may think your posts are insignificant. You may think the little things that you say to encourage people are irrelevant. They're not. Listen, we all see you. <laughs> Even the folks that don't like you, listen, they see you. And not that the people that don't like you are um, the most important thing, but let me let me tell you, it's a major terrain to get to the other side. I promise I'll make all this make sense soon, right? Um, it, it is par for the course in training of what humility actually offers and how it, it gets you in a place where you are prepared to prepare. And so uh, Jesse took a donkey and loaded it. Um, and sent them with his son, David, to Saul. And so David came to Saul and entered his service. Now get this, trip off this. And Saul liked him very much. And David became one of his armor bearers. Now, it, for those of you that may think armor bearers are silly or um, you didn't really understand what the role or responsibility is or an adjutant or things of that nature. So technically, it is like your right-hand man, right? It's the person that you hold closest to your chest during um, your times of ministry or your times of traveling or your times of uh, specific meetings. It's the person that you hold close to you and, um, and, and you know, maybe not all, 
but many of the very private personal things they are privy to because there's a, a different type of a trust that goes there. Now, we're talking about David and Saul, keeping in mind that just a few chapters later, a few years later, uh, this same king, this king who is now powerless, who still reigns over the person that is anointed to operate in his position, listen, and David innately, that means just by his own natural intuition, knowing that he was anointed, knowing that he was called, knowing that he was set apart, knowing that he was equipped, knowing that he was prepared, had the strength to submit himself to somebody who he would one day reign over without doing it intentionally. It was effortless because when God prepares you to prepare you, you don't have to, it's not laborious work. It's not something you have to um, push. It's not an agenda. It's not an objective. It is just a reality that God has put his hand on you, right? So, so here we are, and it says um, he was one of his armor bearers. And so then Saul went, uh, Saul sent a word to Jesse saying, allow David to remain in my service for I am pleased with him. Isn't it funny how people that... One day, it's kind of like when uh, they were preparing to crucify Jesus. Prior to that, just, I mean, just a little bit before that, they were crying, Hosanna, Hosanna. They were praising him. They were singing and shouting his praises. They were clapping for him and all that. I'm, I'm telling you all this for a reason because it's par for the course. It goes with promotion. It goes with transition. It goes with moving into a place of um, not just influence, but impact, right? So here it is that uh, Saul tells his daddy, listen, I got him. He's good. Let's just let him stay here with me, right? I like him. He's kind of icy. I, I want you to know they see that you're necessary. They see that you're equipped. They can see that uh, you may say some stuff that's valuable. They, they, we see you, right? We see you. It's so important that you understand that even though sometimes you think you're insignificant, everybody that's called to see you, the people that God has assigned you to, I promise you they see you. Uh, I promise you, you being silent isn't helping anybody, and it doesn't distract anybody from knowing the truth. We know that you're great. We know that you're called to a very specific thing. We know that your words are valuable. We know that you have an influence. And it may not be in the influential circle that I'm in. It may not be in the influential circle that uh, Didi is in. It may not be in the, the circle that Miss Barbara is in. But I, I want you to know that we see you. Uh, but I also want to tell you that when you don't speak up, when you are not found in your position, when you are not operating in your ten publicly, listen, 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 it's really, really important that we know that you know that you are great, right? David didn't sneak to tend the sheep. You could always find him there because he knew that it was purposeful. 
right? He didn't he didn't hide to play the lyre. You see the servant said, I've seen Jesse's son playing, right? I, I want to remind somebody to have the strength to stop sneaking, to stop hiding, to stop pretending as if uh, who you are, what you are, and what you offer is not valuable. Um, it is theft to society. We need your gifts. I, I know you may say, Dion, well, all I do is organize closets. Honey, do you know there are multi-million dollar closet organizers? <laughs> Like people whose whole life the celebrities call to put together their closet systems and their pantry systems. Well, Dion, I'm just a nail tech. All right, that's that's cool. Do do you realize that there are nail technicians that travel the world with specific people because they only want them? Well, Dion, I, I just fry chicken. Honey, let me let me explain. <laughs> Uh, uh, so did, uh, what's the name, Colonel what Sanders. <laughs> All he did was fry chicken, right? Whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is that you are created for, it may not be for everybody, but let me explain. It is for who it is for. You have to have the strength to believe that as little as you may diminish what and who you are, too, you have to have the strength to stop hiding, right? And and even though there will be people that you serve that love you one day, <laughs> and then and then who knows, however time later, honey, be saying kill Barabbas because it happens. I, I need you to understand it happens. When the hand of God is on your life, especially um, for a specific thing, it's really unavoidable. You are always your greatest delay. How you feel about what you think you see. I'm sure David playing, he wasn't tripping. He wasn't paying attention to who was watching him ten sheep. He wasn't paying attention to who was watching him play the lyre, the lyre, however you say it. But there was a season that, that manifested, even though originally he wasn't even counted in the equation. It had nothing to do with what was already written of him. You get it? Right? Okay, so, so now let, let's let's move forward just a little bit. I'm going to need my glasses or we can't we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right. Um, now, Davis, we all know after spending years and years, um, isolated by himself, spending time with the father, learning to hear when to move or uh, when, when to go left and when to go right and, and tending to the sheep that he was assigned to. He became sensitive to any and everything that was going on, right? Get, get this. Um, I'm going to start at eight, and I'm going to be skipping around, but I promise I'll tie it all together. Now, here is, is this time where David, again, he, he's not considered to be part of a service squad. He's not considered to be part of the army, but they, here they are faced with a battle, and everybody's scared. Who would have thought that tending to those sheep would have prepared him to propel him? Who would have thought that um, his little quiet Playing the little uh, uh, lyrics, it, it looks something like uh, 
guitar, a violin. It's, it's a stringed instrument. Um, I can see it in my mind. It's a little bit difficult to describe. But who would have thought that those practices would have had him in close proximity to even be uh, par for a, a major battle? And um, Goliath is now in the 17th chapter, the 8th verse, uh, taunting right? Taunting the Israelites. Goliath stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel, why do you come out and line up for battle? Yeah, why do you come out and line up for battle? I'm not a Philistine and you are not a servant of Saul. Choose a man and have him come down to me. Um, If he is able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. Now, I'm going to move down just a little bit further because uh, now all, this has been going on forever, and nobody wants to fight. We all know the story of David, again, being the subject of his brother's humor, <laughs> talking about him about tending to the little sheep. How do you move? How do you keep your confidence when you can hear the chatter in the background? How do you have the strength to overlook what they say to do what you see? How do you uh, maneuver past the emotions of um, the the rejection? And because, you know, they wasn't his friend, and they're not keeping in mind that his father sent him to serve his siblings who considered him unqualified, and still he had a heart of obedience. And I'm I'm telling you all of this because there's a posture to this. There is a placement to this. There is um, a, a peculiar method to this. Even knowing what's going on around you, still being um, kind, still obeying the voice of God, still being able to hear the voice of your father in spite of what you feel like, in spite of uh, what you think you see. Because what it does is if you allow it, it will intimidate you out of uh, being positioned to be propelled. I I can only imagine, again, here we are approaching uh, this, this new year. How many resolutions have you made? And it's the same resolution year after year after year. Um, And in your mind, you feel like there's no traction. In your mind, you feel like you're not making any progress. The truth is that consistency breeds results. And most times, they're greater than you could have ever imagined. All you got to do is move. All you got to do is execute. Now, keep in mind that David has spent his entire life fighting lions and bears and and, uh, killing things off with the jaw of an ass. And now here he is faced with a battle that nobody else has the courage. Nobody else has the wherewithal. Nobody else has the wisdom. And everybody that sees him even come in close proximity got something smart to say. I want to tell you this morning that you were created to serve even your enemies. See, because what they don't realize is that David was designed to kill Goliath for the victory for the nations. It wasn't just about his victory. It wasn't just about him and and his family and his siblings. It was about even the folks that felt spooky about them. And then it would lead to even a victory sometimes right? Even a great win will lead to people not particularly caring for you. (laughs) 
Right, when they see that you're effective, when they see that you're impactful, when they see that you know how to move around the room, when they see that no matter what they say, no matter what they do, you still keep going. Have you ever noticed that? I'm sure David never in a million years, he was just one of them, you know, uh, as they would call some, he was a loose cannon of sorts. But he still had a heart of obedience. He still wanted to do what it was that 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 his father had commanded him, right? And so um, in 14, it says, when David was the youngest, the three oldest followed Saul. But David went back and forth from Saul to tend to his father's sheep. I'm going to serve you, but I'm going to still do what my father needs me to do. I don't have no problem with working for you, but I'm going to still do this ultimate work that was given to me years and years and years ago. I, I, don't, I don't mean no harm, but I need you to understand that I, while I work for you, I'm on assignment, right? You have to be real mindful that you have the strength and the maturity to operate, you know, making sure that you fulfill this obligation, but your lifelong obligation is the goal, right? Now here after 40 days, right, David's father tells him to run, go take this to your siblings, and David Having been back and forth between his father and Saul, he did what his father told him to do, as we all know this story. And his older brother said, honey, what you doing and what did you do with your little sheep that you normally be tending to? What you even doing over here in these parts? David getting indignant, right? <laughs> David was like, um, so y'all, I, I came to bring y'all something to eat, but I'm trying to figure out when when is the fight going down? I, I know y'all came here for this. And then 26, David asked the man standing near him, what will be done for the man who kills the Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? See, David understood that his fight was bigger. Sometimes you got to move past what you think you see, what you think you hear, and know that the fight is way bigger than the menial stuff. The fight is way larger than your feelings and your emotions. You don't have time to get offended. You don't have time to be thrown off because of them or they and what they think and what they feel and what they say. David recognized that there was a much greater need. I need you this morning to recognize that your gift, your talent, your strength, your skill, all of the things that are in you that you hide and you keep secret, they're necessary. They par for the course. Somebody is waiting on you to be great so that they can. Somebody is waiting on you to trust the process so that they can. Somebody is waiting for you to do the work so that they can, right? Um, and so, so David says this. Um, David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. David here, I mean, Saul hears tell that, that David is even ready to go fight. And I'm sure him as the king, uh, you know, he prepares, he gives him his armor, this, that, and third. All of this, all of this stuff transpires. And before it's all said and done, David does what nobody else has the courage to do. And while it was a victory uh, for the nations, while it was a victory for Israel, while it was a victory over the Philistines, what it earned him is being uh, the most envied. <laughs> 
right? It, it landed him from being the, the little shepherd boy to now being qualified for more. This next victory, darling, this next um, triumph that you experience is going to qualify you for more. It's going to prepare you to propel you. It's going to push you into purpose and to promise. But I need you to know that there's a cost. It's going to come with enemies who were once friends. It's going to come with people who are frustrated as they watch God elevate you and promote you. And you're going to have to have the strength to serve them still. You're going to have to have the courage to overlook their emotions and stand firm on your purpose. You're going to have to step outside of what you think you see and move into what you know you heard God say. You're going to have to make um, an executive decision about what's more important, your feelings or your focus. In this season, you don't have time for feelings. We are headed to a place where every single decision that we make is going to be not just imperative, but necessary and par for the course to prepare you to propel you. You're going to have to have the strength to grow up right up and through here. It is so important that you understand how necessary you are in this error. Um, Men are only born for the times and seasons in which they are needed. David was born for a very specific time. And even though we got to watch the trajectory of his promotion, most of it was preparation. And even though he didn't do everything perfectly, the Bible still states emphatically that he was a man after God's own heart. The fact that he was hired by the most powerful man in his region, the most powerful man in his continent, and he still had the cognizance of mind to go back and forth when he was the right-hand man to the man who made all the decisions in his region. And he would still go home and get in a field because his heart was that of a shepherd, because his heart was that of a son. I need you in this season to consider your heart's posture so that you can not only um, build up the the muscle of service, um, but the strength to discern when to do what, how to do what. Now, of course, the story goes on, and by the time it's all said and done, the women in the city were uh, Saul kills thousands, but David kills tens of thousands. By the time it's all over, David is hiding in caves from Saul and his army. By the time it's all said and done, David takes specific measures to tell his uh, king that, listen, the hand of God was on your life. David says, I I wouldn't hurt you if I didn't have nothing else to do. You got to get up. I wouldn't hurt you if I didn't have nothing else to do in your spirit. Because people, as you get promoted, are not always going to be nice. (laughs) And they'll do whatever they can to influence everybody that's around to consider the same. 
you got to be able to hold your shoulders back, your chin up, and your chest out and keep moving in integrity, keep moving in great character, keep moving with intentionality according to what Father has called for you to do. You got to keep tending the sheep. You got to keep being prepared for the battle. You got to be the one that will stand up for the masses. You got to have the heart to be able to choose effectively and with wisdom and discernment. You got to have the strength to be able to um, not just discern the next move of God, but to discern the proper posture to stay there. So right before I prepare to end, I want to tell you hiding season is over. Right? I don't care what it is that you do that you think is irrelevant or unnecessary or it doesn't matter. I need you to have the strength to serve. Even when you're worried about what your insecurities make you feel like, I need you to have the strength to serve in this season. It's so important. It's so necessary. It is so um, poignant right up and through here. Everything's changing, y'all. And the Bible tells us to be prepared at all times. I need us to be prepared. But if some, some millionaires are about to be born, I'm talking about in a minute. I'm talking about almost overnight. You know God has been telling you something really specific. David didn't become king overnight. He went through hell before he got there. But let me tell you what he was. He was prepared. He was prepared to serve even his enemies. He was prepared to serve the same people that praised him in the gates one day and then uh, uh, technically called him irrelevant in the next. Do you have the maturity level necessary to handle that because it's coming, especially if you go into the next level. So that being said, I'll pray. Something I said um, made you revisit that written down plan that you got the 2023. I pray something that I said made you um, start to ask yourself some questions. How can I execute this? And what can I do? And um, I I really, I want to say this out loud. It's super important. Um, You know, some folks may say, I don't, you know, I don't believe in social media. Social media is stupid. All right. That's fine. (laughs) But what I'll tell you is if you use it to your benefit, like anything else, it has the power to revolutionize your life. I guarantee you, um, not that in person everything is is not a beautiful thing. I love people. I love spending time with people, but I, I need you to catch up. You got a business? It is 2022. There should not be a time, and yes, I'm poking, that you don't have a website for your business. There should not, there should not be a time where you don't have some type of a, a, a page or so something where people can buy from you. If you live in this, I'm scared of online money. All right. That's that's not wisdom. If you don't get a cash app, a Venmo, a PayPal, or something, because how, how does money find you supernaturally if you're not prepared to receive it? It doesn't. So, yeah, we're we going to have to uh, bring it up. Yep, I'm picking. If you got a business and you don't have no website address, we should fight when I hang up. I'm going to need you to get it together. Okay. Amen. Somebody may have joined the call a little bit late. You didn't get a chance to say good morning. Morning.
I'm being messy this morning. Yeah. Hello. I know you guys are muted. Huh? Good morning. Good morning. It's Krishonda. My cash app is no. Yes, ma'am. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning, Tracy. Good morning. Anybody else? Are we listening to? Good morning, Prosperous. Pam here. Hey, Prosperous. Great morning. Wonderful, wonderful word today. Thank you. Good morning, it's Patsy. Hey, Patsy. Good morning. Good morning, it's Gloria. Marvelously, marvelously messy. Love it. <laughs> Sorry. Good morning, hey, good Diamond morning. in the back. Patty, Patty, Patty. It's okay. <laughs> good morning, Moxie. I heard you too, Jeff. Yeah, uh huh. I was coming in there while while I got my lips all poked out while you was talking at the end. <laughs> when you said that about the uh, website, I said, "Go ahead and just slap my cheek." I turned my head and said, go ahead and slap the other side because it deserves it. Like, ah. Dollar sign, Demi Felder is my cash app. Dion, I, girl, I'm ready to fight you on 23rd Street over there by the uh, cutting. Right there where the train track meets. Right by Mark. <laughs> you know, that's where I used to work. We can meet there for sure by Dana Cleaners. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Juanita. Hey, Juanita. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. I ain't mad. I just need to hire somebody to run it for me. <laughs> right. That's all. <laughs> That's all. I just need somebody to help. I would be a petty betty, huh? <laughs> you would. But I hear you. I want to say good morning, but I'm still hurting from the poke in the back of my head with my shoulders up. Oh, cut man. Love you. Great to you. Love you too, babe. Good morning, Pastor Dion. Bless the Lord. This is PR. Good morning, John. Good morning. Um, this is Janet again. I just wanted to say thank you, and um, it really felt like you were talking directly to me. So, all right. Very, I mean, very I do cool. have all the social media. I don't, I don't use like Facebook and stuff anymore because of a personal situation. But um, I have, you know, Cash App and all that good stuff. But everything else you were saying, like being the shepherd and um, going back to the Father, and you know, like tending to your work and all of that stuff, it was very, very, very clear and. Thank you so much. It was very beautiful. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you, Janet, for sharing. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Michelle. Um, I also, your message is very powerful. And I also feel like you're talking directly to me. Thank you so much for the powerful message this morning. Hey, man. Thank you for sharing, sweetheart. My, my absolute pleasure. Grateful to serve. Who else is out there? Me. 
<laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's funny. Hey, for good morning. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, man. Anybody else? Hey, man. Any questions? Commentary? Can't say it again. Delicious dishes. Delicious dishes in the house. Where that fried fish? <laughs> I will be in Vallejo on November. I mean, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, December 11th. Um, Emmanuel Apostolic. They're doing the um the mm-hmm. COVID testing. Unity Drive. I will be there. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. I like it. Oxtails and gumbo. All right. That's good. Very good. Anybody else? Mine comes Thank with you. a sigh. Go ahead, whoever that was. Oh, a no, sigh. So um, that fighting fights of a whole different kind part. Mm-hmm. There are no words other than, um, yeah, pressing in and trusting the Lord. Uh, yeah. I don't think I really have much other to say other than that. That whole part is a whole different, yeah, level. Mm-hmm. Great declaration. Um, but God is awesome. So you may have to go through some things, but he said we'll be okay. All things work together for the good. Standing on his promises. We already we are already okay. Amen. Mm-hmm. So D, I was sitting there thinking about your declaration. I thought about David. I mean, he came in as the little sheep herder with his hair all over the place, just you know, just nasty, dirty, and they calling him in from outside, and he rubbing his head in his face like, "Why? What y'all want with me?" Well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm busy doing I'm busy. what I need to do. Yeah. What what mm-hmm. what do you say to those who are, and and don't beat me up, who are comfortable and complacent in just doing what they do? Yeah. I I know it's not a good place. I know it's not. But what do mm-hmm. you say to the people to uh, help us move from that place to the greater good? Right. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah, and, and we, we need to know that our efforts are not for nothing. You're not you're not in training for absolutely nothing. You're in training to be able to serve in that capacity. And it you, you may think it's irrelevant, but I promise it's not. Hey, D. Hey. So, man, when you were speaking, so much you said, especially the part about how, you know, they love you this morning and by the afternoon, the same people that was cheering you on and, you know, putting you up, they can't stand you because your light is so bright. And also, you don't know who 
feeds you or who encourages you, not just social media, because that's one platform, but who are you when people meet you for real? Because that's what I, I have experienced, right? People can post up all their highlights, reels, and their glory, but then to meet somebody off of it, and it's like, well, that ain't even who you, sh-. that's holding the story. But what I'm grateful for is that what I've seen, and I know, yeah, my book is coming. Don't nobody say nothing. Trust me, I've been working on something. But to have the young people, that's where I know you guys know my son is performing. Dion, he loves you so much. He had a, a production that he did on the weekend. I didn't know what I was going to, but all the diversity of the people who were there who came to me and said, "Guess what? Your posts keep me." I had a young lady that told me that one of my posts, and I don't even remember, what it was kept. She was so depressed that just seeing something that I said encouraged her enough to want to get to know the Lord. So that just, that just blessed me because I'm all over the top. I'm radical. I'm crazy. But to reach, if I just re- reach one person, that's all it's for. So I thank you for just reminding us not to, to, to make little of who we are. Just show up and you never know who's watching. So I'm grateful that my light is so bright that some people who wouldn't even want to know the Lord is, is, trying to get to know them because they're watching. So that's all I'm saying. Thank you, and I love you so much. They are absolutely watching. Be clear. They may not say they may not never like a post, but baby, when I've been quiet for about a week and a half on, on social media, and I started getting inboxes, hey, you all right? I'm fine. <laughs> I just needed to have a seat for a minute. Yeah, but hiding. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sister Lisa. Great decoration. I just love all you godly women on Declare Victory, and it has strengthened me with you guys walking through the Lord. And so, yeah, I, 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 when you said fight, everything that I've been through, I'm grateful today to be sitting here on this line and that have a grateful and joyful heart, even though right now, I'm going through, I buried my auntie last week, and then Monday I'll be burying my uncle, and then I lost the child. But, hey, hey, God is in control, and I need to be with them and not say anything, but just be with them and show them support. And then doing that, I'm a server now. You know, I go from from San Rafael, like I told you before, and giving food and stocks and everything. It's not that I'm doing the good, but my heart is in it. And I said, good morning. Good morning, church. We look like she's speaking to me. Yes, good morning. I just smiled when I used to go in church and they said, you don't know the word. You know. But your walk, but that's a whole other thing. Your walk is not showing because you sitting up here boosting, boasting. But God knows where I'm at. God knows it. And as Rochelle said, you just pray and you just, and then, you really just remember the good times you have with the loved ones that's going to the Lord. So I'm just so grateful. And then Saturday, we had a Thanksgiving at my church, and we fed 60 people. And I cooked. And I'm grateful, and mm-hmm. I was doing it out of joy. And I had I thought I would never be like this because I always was drunk and high. So now I'm high on the Lord. I'm getting high on his word. And I don't have to worry about it because he going to be already done. How can I forget what he's done for me? How far he is, but right now where I'm at, I'm good, but I'm still going through, and he's with me every night, and I'm up every day at 4 a.m. bowing down and thanking him. 
not asking, like you say, asking, and, and I had to holler and scream and bang pots and get that bitterness <laughs> and hatred and all of that, and I had to look in that mirror and say, hey, hey forgive yourself for all the bad decisions. And so now I'm like, wow. But this line, mm-hmm. and I thank Stephanie for inviting me to this line because my pressure was up when I first got on here 200. I wasn't eating right, and now I'm walking, and now I'm eating healthy choice at TV day. <laughs> I'm just good. so grateful, Lord, to you, God. And I'm just excited for my process still for him my more. So thank you, and I love you all, and I'll be glad to meet all of you one day. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for y'all support because y'all brought me a mighty long way in the Lord. But this line has saved my life. It really has. Because I was Very dying. Good. I was dying. I was dying. Very good. Now my pressure down. And now I don't want people to say things. I just smile and I walk away. I exit the Holy Spirit and get out of there. <laughs> don't just open your mouth and go there. <laughs> right. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. Hey, 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 and I so wanted to address the um, elephant that was in the room because it was so big, it thought. And so mm-hmm. when you stay focused and do what you was called to do, no matter what the naysayers got to say, you, you, you hold your head up, you push them shoulders back and tell the Holy Spirit, Lord, you got this. And you get out of his way and watch him do what he do. And they can't That's say awesome. nothing. Because you yeah. were on your assignment, you were on your position, and doing what he called you to do. And then they, and then you leave with such joy and laughter, and they looking at you while you walking out the door, and they probably saying, well, that didn't, no, that didn't work. Because guess what? God see you, first of all, because I didn't already tell them about you. And right. you didn't already seen it, so you, you, you better stop it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the thing of it is to know who you are in this season and and um you, you said something so profound that Koshanda beat me to it. And so I am like, Okay, I got Zell, I got Venmo, I got Cash, I got some chime and something else, you know. So but in that, the whole key of it is is to know who you are in this season. And I've always been called the scrounging David. You know, the little one in the family came here wearing four pounds and, and people, you know, they, they look at you and like, oh, she she ain't nobody and this and that. But who you always call her? Mm-hmm. You know, so anyway, but yeah, that, that was a That's powerful the problem. You hear me? Less of trouble. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but then like like you said, then do, do, do I want to keep going? No. But God, God got a plan. Like, you you know, he got a plan and, what, and they're going to watch you get elevated. Long as mm-hmm. you stay the course, so don't get out your lane. Stay mm-hmm. the course, and stay I, in your I lane, don't like, I don't and do like it. You either. You hear me? Right, like that's right. 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 Yeah, yeah. However, I was called to do this. To do. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And it ain't about mm-hmm. you. It's about the exactly. kingdom. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 
So this was, this was good, sis. I loved it. <laughs> Blessings to you all this morning. Blessings to you too, sis. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, dear. Good morning, Mother Leomia. Um, I just want to say I really enjoyed your decoration this morning. And I thank you for, I thank you for what, for being what God has called you to be. Amen. I thank you for listening to him and obeying him. I don't know if you know how you poured into people's lives, or at least in my life anyway. But I thank God for you. And I, I promise you, I'm going to get with Gloria with this cash out thing. <laughs> okay, mother. <laughs> I wish I knew how to use it. I don't. That's the only reason you have not heard from me. But soon and very, very soon. <laughs> because you have poured into me. You have strengthened me. Amen. I know God strengthened me. And don't, it doesn't matter what nobody think, nobody else think about you. Only what God says counts. Amen. I agree. I want you to keep on keeping on. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You got it. People, people need you. Amen. You sometimes, you know, you really don't realize just how valuable you are. But I want you every time you look in the mirror, smile at yourself. <laughs> Because, baby girl, you got a reason to smile. And I'm not just talking about you. Everyone that I've heard on this call, doing the decoration and the prayer warriors and yeah. the um, declares, I thank God for each and every one of you. Amen. And I'm getting Amen. off this phone. Have a blessed day, everybody. Amen. You too. Thank you. Amen. Anybody else? Amen. Dion, this is. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, Sonia. Oh, and Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. Go, 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 Lisa, and then you, Sonia. Go. Oh, okay. Sonia, okay. it's okay. Okay. Well, somebody go. <laughs> I was just thinking in my head, somebody go. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so I'll go. Thanks, Sonia. All right, so um, you know I got a whole bunch of jewelry just, just kind of sitting sitting around. Um, but but I, I'm kinda like what, what um my church lady sister said. Like it, it just really I haven't been pressed about it because it's just, you know, kind of a part time thing. Nevertheless, it's just not serving its purpose. 
Um, and then you work in a full-time job. You know, we got all kinds of excuses and reasons why, because there's still been plenty of opportunity. Um, so not doing what we're supposed to do really does not serve anybody. That's talking to me. Because um, I've had opportunity. I really have no reason why I couldn't have done some other things. Because I've, I've, I've spent time not doing some things. So I get it. So thank you for that push. And I've heard it before, you know, so it's not first time. Um, it's just a reminder, just taking care of, you know, what we can take care of now. I, I really, really, um, all I kept hearing with this, this message today was that your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. And sometimes we despise humble beginnings. And David wasn't concerned about none of any of that stuff. And if you really look at David, he was a boss in his own right. He was running his own stuff in his own world. He was ruling. I mean, he slayed bears and lions and protected his own. He was a shepherd who cares for sheep. He was running things. And what I love about David, if you really look at it, he was beautiful. He was gorgeous. Actually, he was a good-looking man, right? right? <laughs> and so none of any of that other stuff mattered. And he was the one that coined that phrase, touch not my anointing and do thy prophet no harm. He had no problem serving someone in a position that he knew he was anointed for. I love how you brought that out. That's real humility, right? When you know you're serving a position that's supposed to be for you because you've been anointed for you and that position, but you also recognize the timing of God. So so one thing that's really, really clear with David is that it has absolutely nothing to do with my agenda or my timing. The timing of the Lord is sure. So he wasn't trying to rush Saul out of his position. He already knew that at the appointed time, when it was time for him to step in that position that was already given to him by God, not by man, he was going to do it. So he even, um, didn't he kill the person that killed Saul or did something right? Because he was like, it's not up to you. Right. You don't get to choose. My promotion does not come from you. So, right. so I get it. You want to try to help rush me to the front, and you think I'm great and grand, but really everything comes from God and in his timing. So I just love how David was okay with knowing who he was. And then even right. in the midst of that, God gave him people, Saul's own son, <laughs> right. to be one of his best friends to help him get through that time. He was running and hiding from Saul when at any point and on several occasions he could have killed him and wiped him out. Mm-hmm. But that mm-hmm. was not because, right, he didn't have opportunity. It was because, like you said, his heart posture. In the midst of everything else he was doing, David was a worshiper. He was a mm-hmm. worshiper and he loved God. We hold so many other positions that people don't get to see. What are we doing on the backside of the mountain when people aren't looking at us? Mm-hmm. Are we intimate with God? Are we spending time with God? Are we worshiping God? Are we communing with God? That's when he brings us to the forefront, and then he shows forth everything else that we've been doing in secret. I want mm-hmm. to share that. Thank you, sis. Love mm-hmm. you. Very good. I love you more. Love you more. Go ahead, um, Diamond in the back. I think she just took me out another way, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Whenever you tell my truth, I laugh. Because you walked my whole line, and but you, I kept hearing humility. Stay humble. 
because you, you, you spoke part of my life there, and it reminds me that stay where I am. Keep doing what I'm doing. Just don't stop. Don't stay. Don't don't stop doing what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And let let God do what He's going to do. Don't worry about what's going to happen. Don't worry mm-hmm. about what's going on. Keep your focus, because people will try to deter you. They will get, know that they will get in the way. But no matter how much they get in the way, you just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. No matter what, because I remember when I would let people upset me, get in the way. And, and just stop doing. No more. Mm-hmm. Now I embrace everything that he said, no matter what. And like you said, people know, they see what's in you, what's on you. And before you even, even more than you know. Mm-hmm. But staying humble and all that. At least you took me somewhere else. I'm going to have to marinate on what you just said. But I thank you because you've helped me embrace into being in the becoming of and knowing who I am even more. Amen. That's important. Okay. It, it it really is. And knowing that no matter where he puts you, you're still a servant. And I love to serve. Always have. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Amen. Okay, a transparent moment. I don't like Dion anymore. Um, she hey, needs to my bestie. What? What, Didi? Shouldn't it be messy? No, it's not yeah. messy. Somebody wanted, somebody wanted to say something to Dion real quick. If he, oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Archie, good morning. Hi, nephew. Oh, I miss Hi, Mommy. <laughs> nephew. Hi, <nephew>. Mommy. <laughs> you can tell your aunties you don't know you had. Right? We so proud of you. Thank you all so much. I had to jump on. Minister Phil, I think he's in here, too. Um, I want to just tell you how much I love you all. My mom, she hit me this morning, too. Like, boy, get up. And check in with your aunties and everybody and say thank you for all the prayers and getting you out through tour and and that and, and everything. So I just wanted to tap in and say good morning. I love y'all so much. Um, yeah, we're getting getting ready for LA now. The last show. It'll, it'll finally be, it'll be be a wrap on that. Moving on to the next phase, but the crew, um, the entire team, like we could we could really we could really really feel y'all prayers, especially when we got to like Brooklyn and, and Chicago and then Phil pulled up in uh, um, Sister Vanessa in uh, in East New York and just everybody. So where, where, where were we at? Was that Houston? I think it was Houston. And not to be long-winded, but that's where we performed at the House of Blues in Houston is exactly where Takeoff was. Um, wow. Okay. And so oh, the wow. thing, the running, the running thing, the running narrative is hip hop is the most dangerous job you can have. They were like, you're like, dang, is that where we were? Because <laughs> it just wasn't our experience. We felt safe. We felt covered. We felt protected. And we felt like we were really doing the work. We were start to, with that song that I was just talking about service. And that's what we felt like we were doing. Amen. So to get 
and to see, yo, uh, don't be at dice games late. Don't be putting yourself in harm's way. That's not what this is. So I think I, I really just wanted to touch on that and just say thank y'all so much. So. Well, we love you, and we'll continue to pray. And much continued success on your tour. Keep being love and light out there in the fields. Ministry look different when you, when you're not 70, when you're not 50. You know, and and it looks very different just being love and light. So we are very proud of you, nephew. Love you, and it's great to hear your voice this morning. Love you. Love you too. My lash is coming off now, Didi. Love you, nephew. And I got your special dish. Auntie Spice got your special dish. Let me know when you want it. Thank you. Hey, man. Go ahead, Tanya, uh, and tell them yourself. I can't stand you for real. And when I see you, I'm absolutely going to thump you. Because I know how to do it. Thump. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to have a personal training session with Didi and Nika, and I'm going to learn how to punch real good. How about that? So um, I could beat you up in a spirit, though, I bet you. Um, you know, as you spoke, I was like, wow, how dare her step all over my toes. So, Monty, just like you were talking about, you know, what you're on, the, on, the, on the, the opposite end of the spectrum, so you're younger, I'm older. And even though, this, even though, like, I know God told me to write, all by now all of y'all know that I have a book released and it, it's on the third. But I have to tell you that my, my thought was, but who wants to hear what I have to say at the end of the day? You know, who people have lost. They know what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, who really, I tell you, this is the conversation, who really wants to hear what you have to say? Um, and it's, it is a, it is a um, you know, I have to intentionally make a decision to make posts. And to, and it is not me. It's Dion. Her ingenious, her her um, her. I call her a mad scientist when it comes down to technology. Um, and her saying, just do this and do that and do that, because it's not me. I wouldn't know what to do. Um, but I, I have to tell you that um, part of part of my part of my challenge is um, growing up um, um, and watching people around me um, drink their own Kool Aid and being careful that I don't. And so by doing that, I dumb down my greatness often. Um, and it's not until somebody asks me to maybe write a bio or, well, not a resume, because I, I can't remember the last time I did that, but create a bio for yourself because, and to think about all the things that I've done. Um, it just blows me away. And I know it's nobody but God. And so while Dion is creative in her in her own right in many, many things, I know that I'm creative in writing, not just books, grants and proposals and um, letters and creating plans and strategies that it just, God just gives it to me. And he just downloads it and I downplay it because it's so familiar and it's so easy for me. But I want you to know, and my cash app is Tanya, not Tanya. My Venmo is Tanya, not Tanya. I have a website. It is Tanya, not Tanya. It's important that you have some consistency in your branding. My Facebook fan page is Tanya, not Tanya. It's deliberate. So I don't so so I'm thankful for the lesson today and I made a really, really big decision. 
Um, some of you will hear an announcement on Sunday if you attend PSDC, but I made a really, really big decision, and I knew that I had to do it in order for me to get to my next. I had people to prophesy to me, and they didn't even know they were doing So when you make your millions, don't forget about me. I know I'm created to make, not just make millions, but to make billions. And when you, when you blow up, don't forget about me. I just want, listen, this week. And I'm like, really? Do you see that? I don't really see that, but okay. So, sis, thank you. Uh, for your your share today, it was amazing. And y'all been talking about, oh, I want to see you, oh, I want to get together. Listen, get you a ticket and meet us at the book release on Saturday, December the third at eleven a.m. I promise you will not regret it. Love y'all. Hey, it's Krishanda. I just want to say, Tanya, I'm so glad that you're starting to post. You are so vivacious. Um, to hear you speak and to just see your eyes just light up and to be so open. Um, I'm glad that you are pressing in um, and can't wait to see what you're going to do. Um, I have to almost put on my sunglasses. You were shining so bright. God bless you. Oh, my God. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. I'm telling you it was that Didi Sharifa and the Holy Ghost. It ain't me. It's that Didi Sharifa and the Holy Ghost, and I, I appreciate your comments, uh, Krishanda. It, it really means a lot. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hey, man. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Topaz. I just hey, wanted sir. to say, hey, <laughs> thank you for, um, thank you all. There are so many people. I can't even name y'all all, but um this topic of strength, I just know how my life has been transformed since coming to this um, prayer line. And um, thank you, Sister Yvonne. Oh, my gosh. Um, yesterday, or was I think it was yesterday, the day before, I was at work, and it was a situation I was going through, and all I could hear was her voice. And the, it was like the strength of her voice was just so magnified in my ears and I was like wow that ain't nothing but God and um I just want to thank all of y'all for um just coming together having this prayer line having a place where you guys are very humble open and transparent about you know your life situations and showing us how uh in the Bible you guys fit into those scriptures and helping me to be able to apply that to my life today um like I said, it was a lot of y'all that came to my mind when I was going through it the other day ago at work. It was Sister Yvonne, Moxie, it was Pretty Patrice, it was um, uh, the Rochelle, the, uh, Rochelle, the finisher, I mean, not the finisher, but the restorator. It was all of y'all that was coming to my mind. It was um, you, Dion, it was Tanya, it was um, Dee Dee. I was here. It was like everybody was like, and it was like giving me strength to make it through my day. And as we go through this, um, or we're getting ready to close with this, um, theme of strength. I just want to thank all of you guys for your declarations, for coming on this line, for being consistent, for just serving, um, and, and just thank you. That's all I can say. Just thank you. Y'all don't know I'm so excited. I was asleep because I was up till three in the morning and finally went to sleep and I was like, oh, it's six o'clock. Let me call. <laughs> I got to call Leah. I got to get my, my daily dose. <laughs> so um, thank y'all. <laughs> Very good. Very good, very good. <laughs> hey, man, anybody else? 
Amen. All right, y'all. Well, if nobody else has anything, listen. I know uh, my grandmother would say it's, it's about that time where you put on the big pot and the little one. You start preparing the uh, uh, cut and chop and simmer and bake and boil and small stuff. Child, it's about to go up in Jesus' name. I'm super excited. Um, we are going to my mother's house for Thanksgiving. You guys pray my strength in the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to stay for a few Amen. days. <laughs> my my Josiah is here uh, until Saturday. So I am, I'm a happy little lady. I'm excited about family and so on and so forth. But I pray that you guys have a wonderful evening. We'll meet here at five o'clock for those that um, are going to fast today. And we will have a call in the morning. It'll be um, briefer than normal, just because I know Thursday is, you know, Thanksgiving itself, and folks will be prepping and entertaining family and friends. But we'll just have a, I'm thankful for a call in the morning. So I love you guys. I pray that today's call has created enough conviction for you to stop sneaking and go ahead and be great. It's okay. It's okay. You keep trusting God. You keep believing God. You stay submitted to him, and we, we won't let you drink your own Kool-Aid around here. That ain't going to work. <laughs> amen, amen, and amen. I love you, but I promise God loves you most. Y'all have a wonderful day. <laughs> All right, guys. Have, have a great a day. day. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Have a great 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 day. Have a
This conference has reached its maximum duration and will end in one minute.